Welcome to Right to the Point, a podcast featuring conversation and biblical solutions for what's happening in America and the world. Hi, I'm Tim Throckmorton of LifePoint Ministries. To learn more about LifePoint and to access past episodes of Right to the Point podcasts and commentary, and if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit LifePointUSA.org. We're so glad you've joined us today, and in this episode, we welcome a new friend, a good friend, Sar Ben Menashe, and this organization you're going to hear about will inspire you and bless you, Heroes for Life. It's an Israeli organization working uh, to leverage the vast infrastructure of 400,000 of former Israeli soldiers, Israeli soldiers traveling to countries around the world and creating opportunities, humanitarian opportunities, volunteer opportunities, and this is going to bless your heart, and we are honored to have Sar with us today, and so let me welcome him in. Sar, welcome to the Right to the Point podcast today. Delighted to have you. Glad you're along. Thank you, Tim. It's an honor to be here. Well, let me begin by asking you how heroes of heroes for life began where'd this come from what's the backstory what's the history i've been in israel a number of times and i have met hundreds of israeli soldiers in fact i've danced with them at the western wall a few times and i so admire and i'm so moved by their love for israel so tell us where this all started um First of all, it's 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 nice to hear uh, that this is your experience from Israel. I'm always happy to hear about these kind of experiences from Israel, and it's a very typical experience, actually, uh, dense in the Western Wall. Um, regarding Heroes for Life, uh, this organization was was founded by um, Gili Cohen and a couple of other friends. Um, Gili served uh, in the military in uh, the elite unit Dubdevan. Uh, he was a combat commander and officer. Uh, I served in the same unit, actually. And uh, that's how uh, we met. Um, Gili uh, finished his service and he went to travel the world uh, with his wife. Uh, this is also something that's very typical for Israelis to finish the service. As you know, um, in Israel, this, the service is mandatory, mandatory of three years for men and two for women. And usually when uh, you finish your service, you want to go and experience, see other cultures, see, see things that you haven't experienced before. So Gili flew to Thailand with his wife. And they went to Bet Chabad. Are you familiar with the concept of Bet Chabad? Mm -hmm. So, uh, for the sake of the listeners that aren't, <laughs> Bet Chabad is kind of an um, uh, institution that has uh, branches all around the world um, that kind of accepts uh, Jewish people that just want to have Shabbat dinner once they're abroad because the tradition is to have a family dinner every Friday night. Um, and Gili signed up to actually join this dinner. Um, and they told him, look, round A is full. There are a thousand people here. Um, come come for round B. It's in a couple of hours, okay? And he was like, okay, thousand people filled it. I'll come in, a, in an hour, in two hours. And they come, and the rabbi there tells him, Gili, I wasn't expected it. It's also full here in round B. Um, <laughs> you'll have to come back for round C. And Gili was surprised. Gili was shocked. Him and his wife, they want to have dinner, and they can't have dinner because there are 2,000 people, wow. Jewish people, Israeli people, probably the most of them, that are having dinner, and, and, and they don't have the room for that. So they came for round C, which was almost full as well. 
Gilly did the math and he thought about the fact that there are 3,000 Israelis on, a, on the same moment in Thailand going to Shabbat dinner or going to Bet Chabad when we can make them our ambassadors. We can make them do something good with the time. They're already there. Everybody's traveling the world. I think uh, one of the most traveling nation is the Israeli nation. We love to see, we love to explore, and we're going all across the world, whether it's South America, Australia, the Far East. Um, and he thought about the fact we need to do something with it. Um, and that's how the idea came, um, to take groups of people that finish their army service, uh, finish their military, and they're already going to travel the world. So why not take a small portion of it, two weeks, nothing more than that, and do something good with this time. Volunteer, do help uh, underprivileged communities. Um, and, and that's how the idea was born. Um, so ever since, we're sending groups of volunteers, of people that um, have done a significant or a very meaningful army service. They um, gained their tools and their abilities to comprehend the world and to, to contribute more from themselves uh, based on this uh, service. And we send them to different uh, different parts of the world, as we speak right now, to 16 different countries. This number is actually growing on a yearly basis um, to volunteer for two weeks uh, and do nothing but good. Wonderful. Now, I met you, Sar, through a mutual friend, Abel Taie of Christians United for Israel. It's such a wonderful thing. I think you went to Washington and spoke at an event we were both at recently. How how did you get involved? What's your what's your background? Yeah, um, I don't know if if this podcast will will be uh, will be live with video or not, so they can see me smile because everything I'm, every time I think about how I join, I'm smiling. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, I, I'm a born and raised Israeli. My name is Saar Ben Menashe. I'm uh, uh, I met Gili through uh, the same uh, unit that we served in in the army, uh, and that's how I got the connection. And I told Gilly, look, I want to I wanna take part of it. Um, I want to come volunteer um, a few years ago. And I went to volunteer as every other Israeli that applies uh, in Argentina, actually. And I had a very meaningful experience. And I, I, can't, I won't forget the, the fact that I called Gilly after and I told him, Gilly, I, uh, I'm doing it again. I, I'm, not, I'm not done. Um, and that's how I got into... Um, basically being the coordinator of the Argentinian team, the Argentinian delegation that we're sending to Argentina to Buenos Aires every year. Uh, and after a couple of years of doing that, um, our bonding, our relationship, my relationship with the organization had um, became something that is inseparable of my life. Um, and I became uh, a VP in the organization. Um, and I'm dealing more with strategic partnerships here in uh, North America and uh trying to create more awareness uh, here in the American culture. Um, I, ha I hadn't mentioned it, but I relocated myself to South Carolina, Charleston, uh, about three years ago. And that's how it all um, it contributed to this uh, situation as well. And um, yeah, that's my story. That's how I fell in love with this organization. Beautiful part of America, South Carolina. Uh, oh, yeah. Beautiful yeah. area. And uh, we, uh, we're glad you're here. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So this this organization, you've spelled out kind of a an overview of it, but there are some goals for you know that you want to accomplish, not just in the lives of those 
who participate, but in the lives of those who receive that interaction. And then thirdly, uh, for Israel, this this raises the level of understanding in the world uh, uh, for who the Israeli people are. So talk about those organizational goals. Um, I want to start with quoting uh, the prophet Isaiah. And uh, I hope I'm I'm uh, translating it right. But if I remember correctly, we're talking about Isaiah uh, 42, verse 6. Um, the, the prophet Isaiah says that the Jewish nation should be um, a light unto the nations. Um, I think as Jewish people, um, as Israel, we have the obligation to spread the light, to spread the good. And I think this is the essence of this organization. We know how what is the perception or what people hear in the media about Israel. Um, and we want to, we want to change this, uh, this perception. We want to change this view of our people, because as a born and raised Israel, as I mentioned before, I know what my brothers and sisters are like. And it's, it's never nice to hear that other people, other people think otherwise. Um, so we're trying to spread the light. We're trying to show the true face of our, our Israeli soldiers or released soldiers or the entire nation um, to the world. And we're doing all of that with the third goal of commemorating our uh, fallen brothers and sisters who have served our country and uh, unfortunately paid the ultimate sacrifice for us to have the life that we have. And thanks to them, we're here. Um, so the goals that we have are spread the light, show the true face of who we are and doing all of that while remembering our brothers and sisters very well very well said now the um the projects you do i saw a video in our first meeting it was a zoom meeting uh that that you were involved in these soldiers are involved in projects so these are building projects they're educational projects and medical projects kind of talk about those and what they look like in different countries so it's pretty simple, Tim. Um, I always say, I always used to say, um, what's not going to be simple, simply not going to be. So we're trying to keep it simple, make it happen. Um, so what we do is we send groups of between 30 to 40 volunteers uh, every year uh, for 16 different countries. So 16 times a year uh, for a duration of two weeks, nothing more than that. And I will elaborate why not more than two weeks, a little bit later um, to do three main things. One is providing medical support. Um, in some communities or some areas of the world where they, they're not exposed to the Western uh, medical abilities that we have um, where we live, uh, we're trying to send our blues and whites, our um, that's how we call our fellow Israelis, yeah. uh, our Israeli doctor specialists to provide this medical support. Um, other than that, uh, we're on the educational side, we're always trying to help and teach uh, whatever necessary in this specific destination, whether it's math and English or even um, a simple hygienic uh, hygiene customs, you know, like wash your hands, because what's clear for you and me, how to prevent diseases, how to avoid from uh, having germs in your life. In some places, it's not that it's not that obvious. Uh, and sometimes you need to actually teach it. Um, and the third thing we're doing um, is we're trying to do building and renovation projects. Um, for example, I'll tell you a story about um, a, a classroom we built in Uganda. Uh, so we got there, and um, I don't know if you know, but Uganda is a very hot place. <laughs> yes. And um, 
I think what's what's amazing in this place, in this specific place, um, they have so many good teachers and they have students that are eager to learn, but they don't have where to do it. And you can't do a class outside. You just can't. It's over 100 degrees outside. Nobody can concentrate. Nobody can learn. And because they had just a couple of classrooms, they were in a ratio of one teacher to 70 students, something that's it's very it, it's very easy to understand that nobody can actually efficiently learn in this environment. So we understood the need and we adapted and we understood that what we need to do is provide more space. So we build the classroom in two weeks from scratch, from nothing, from zero to hero. We build the we build another classroom and we keep doing it year after year after year. Right now, I'm very proud to say that the ratio between teacher and student over there is around one teacher to 25 students. Yeah. And that's was that's the, the result of coming every year on and uh, keeping this continuity to actually come and make sure that this place thrives and improving from year to year. Um, and this is this is what we do. This is Heroes for Life. Wonderful. Wonderful. So how many countries are you in now? Uh, currently 16, but uh, probably by the next time you'll talk to me, it'll be a higher number. <laughs> how, how many applicants are interested every year to be a part? So, uh, you know, how many how many right now are serving and how many are, are applying? So that's interesting. And I always I always say when I'm talking to um, people that I'm from outside of, of uh, Israel, um, Try to think about it as a percentage, not as a number. Um, back in 2014, when we launched or when we sent our first delegation, we had 25 applicants. Today, or at the end of 22, we had 9,200 applicants for doing nothing but good. If you'll take these numbers and take the 10 million people population that we have in Israel and compare it to the 350 you have here in the U.S., it's almost like having 300,000 applicants here in the U.S. every year wow. for applying to contribute from their personal time to do nothing but good. This is something we're very proud of. Amen. Well, let me just personalize this. In my trips to Israel, I've been there three times, and I have witnessed, uh, I, was, I was there once during a conflict with Gaza. I was there during some other things that, that happened uh, on the streets of Jerusalem, and then watch the news, and and then read the newspaper, and then hear, you know, what is said about Israel. After I've gotten to know people in Israel, and after I've gotten to experience Israel, and of course, as a Christian in America, we know about Israel. We have a, you know, a, a somewhat of an understanding. But then you get there and you get immersed in the culture. And you see the heart of the people and you see their love and their uh, incredible uh, ingenuity. I, I, I'm I a farmer, um, grew up on a farm. And so I love the agricultural things that they add, you know, not just to Israel, bringing it to life, but have added to the world. Of course, uh, uh, technology, you know, that, that's been added, the technological advances because of Israel, on and on and on. But to see that painted differently in in newscast and in education and other things it's quite disheartening this is a, a beautiful picture of who israel really is in the heart of these these soldiers that uh, who will literally continue to be in reserve duty reserve service 
uh, for the rest of their lives, I guess. And so um, what are the long-term goals? Because, you know, this is, you're growing pretty quickly here. What are some long-term goals that uh, you you folks want to see, not just in, for Israel, but for these who are involved in this? Um, great question, Tim. And I'll, I'll try to summarize it into a sentence. Um, the essence of this organization, as I mentioned, is to spread the good, is to be this light unto the nations. Um, as much light as we can spread, this is what we're aiming towards. We have something in the organization we call the Vision 3030, that by 2030, we should be in 30 uh, different countries around the world um, doing this project and spreading nothing but good. Um, I hope that in 2030, you'll speak to me and I'll tell you about our vision of 5050 uh, ah. or even uh, 5500 and we'll just create an, other countries to, to spread the good there. Um, but what we're trying to do Israel is already has the, the, the title of uh, high-tech startups, agriculture, um, obviously defense systems and the IDF and all the uh, buzz that it creates. What we're trying to do uh, is make Israel be the global superpower of chesed. Chesed is a word in Hebrew. It's, you know what chesed is. <laughs> but chesed is doing good, volunteering. Do good things from the bottom of your heart without expecting uh, anything in return. And this is how we want the world to think about Israel. Well, I, I know that, that that this has had a lasting impact in the nations that have been involved. In fact, uh, I remember the picture of the president of Brazil. Uh, kind of tell that story. Uh, you know, you know, when good things are happening in, in a president's country, you know, he wants to honor that. And certainly this has caught the attention of the president of, of Brazil. Yes, yes. Um, another thing we're very proud of, um, it's not only in Brazil, I have to mention. Uh, the president of Brazil did um, participate in a ceremony in our uh, behalf, holding um, <laughs> uh, a shirt of our organization with his name on it. And he was very proud of it. And he thanked us. Um, other than that, um, there are certain Israeli politics that are, had spoken in the UN nation, in the UN uh, United Nations uh, conference about the organizations. Um, we're very involved with a lot of uh, influential um, figures around the world, um, and I feel like the common denominator of all of them, once they hear about it, they want to speak about it. Um, and this is why we're here today, Tim. We're trying to create this awareness um, because I haven't found any person that hears about people that want to do good and he doesn't want to take part of it. Yeah. Well, that leads me to some practical action steps. What can my listeners do? What can they do to get involved? How can they uh, uh, not just be aware of this, but perhaps make a difference? What would you suggest? Um, first of all, pray, pray for our sake, pray for, uh, our success because our success is the world's success. Um, when we're succeeding in spreading good, um, you'd see this little kid, little kid in Uganda making a, making a better use of their time in school. You'd see the girl, the guy, the little kid in India that gets the medical treatment that he 
couldn't get it got in other ways um so first and foremost pray um we do it a lot um other than that as i mentioned before we are trying to create this awareness we are trying to spread the word um for people to know about our organization about heroes for life um i did send you the uh, website but by going to www.hfl.org.il you can read it for yourself see everything that we're doing learn about it and talk about it um and obviously as a nonprofit organization uh, we are trying to look for strategic partnerships for people who want to take part of this journey um if it's in a donation if it's uh, uh, for another kind of support and um help us achieve our goals help help us achieve this vision 3030 goal or any other goal we're trying to uh, achieve on the way very good I'm a believer in God God moments. I like to call them God moments where someone sees something and they share it with just the right person who has a influence in this particular area. So let me encourage those of you that have joined us today to share this share this podcast. And you know when we when this is up and uh, sorry when this is up and running, the website will be there for folks to see. It'll be on our website as well, so folks can not only share this, but maybe you know someone who's a leader here nationally in the United States or in a foreign country. Share this good information with them. We want to add value to this, and that's really the reason that uh, I wanted you to be on here. I love Israel, and I love the people of Israel. I've had the greatest of experiences there, and memorable, meaningful and I know that uh, God's got great things ahead. So, Sar, I thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your time and your good work. And um, I look forward to staying in touch and see how that this grows. And we'll have you back on. And I want to hear more about the great things God's doing. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. I appreciate your time. I uh, I love the term God moments. And I do believe in it as well. And I think that nothing, everything happens for a reason. Uh, and I feel like this connection is also happened for a reason. So I appreciate that. I looking, I'm looking forward to see where will it take us. And thank you again. It was great to All be right. here. God bless you. And we'll talk soon. Bye now. Bless our team. Bye-bye. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on Right to the Point. To learn more about LifePoint, to access past episodes of Right to the Point podcast and commentary, and again, if you'd like to support the podcast, please go to lifepointusa.org. And I thank you very much. God bless you. Stay in love with the Lord and in love with one another. And we'll see you next time for a fresh edition of Right to the Point.